From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 385 for the week of December 18th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan that perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, and Michael Bowling. And in this segment we give our first impressions of the new FastPass system that was just implemented at Fantasmic. Um, hello folks. Hello. Hey. Hello. So I think I experienced, I think I know I experienced, and I hmm. think Mary Jo also experienced FastPass, correct? That's correct. Phew, okay. Cool. I did dining. Uh, you did that. You did um, <laughs> I didn't do the plebeian one. <laughs> Thanks. At least I didn't do standby. So, um, and then I I have lots of input from uh, people on the boards and listeners. So I will share those thoughts with you too. Keep in mind that these thoughts and experiences were from the very first two days. And they're still of, kicking out all the kids. And they're still, yes. Um, however, this is basically our own only opportunity to talk about it before the beginning of the year, because we're off for a couple weeks now. So we wanted to at least bring you some thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got there at, I got to the parks at 2 o'clock, I think. And they were already distributing fast passes for 10:45, um, and I will tell you more about that in a second. But let's talk about where you pick up the fast passes, which is at this point uh, the smoking area. Sorry for smokers uh, between between um, Frontierland and Fantasyland. They're on the Big Thunder Ranch Trail. Um. They have taken a couple of outdoor vending ice cream looking carts and painted them with a phantasmic design and installed fast fast pass machines in the side of them and put tents over the top. And so that is the fast pass distribution for phantasmic. Um, So it's kind of mobile if I guess if they decide that that's not a good spot or. I'm not sure where else they could put it, but if they decide that's not a good spot for it, they can they can put it somewhere else until they, I guess, until they find a permanent stop spot maybe for it. Did, did you see the Did you see the machines, Mary Jo? I didn't go on the on the pathway, but I was going to ask you: okay. Were they hard yeah. to find or pretty easy? No, were they no. out there? And there, there? There were there was no. There was easy to find. There were signs. So I kind of cheated. Um, our good friends Brian and Amy that we just talked to on our other our previous episode had arrived early and gotten fast passes for the 845 show. Now, when they got there, the machines weren't working yet, so they they were just handing out fast passes. So they didn't scan their fast pass. They didn't scan their ticket or anything. So I I ran into Brian and Amy. I'm like, yo, are you go? Did you get your fast pass? I didn't get mine because it's 1045 and I'm not going to be in the parks at 1045. And Brian's like, well, here, you take my fast passes. I'm like, no, no, no. You guys need to see Fantasmic. 
they're like, well, no, we have our dinner reservations, and it's just not going to, the timing is just gonna, not going to work. You take my fast passes. I'm like, no, why don't you go take your 845s and see if they'll trade you for 1045s? He's like, well, you know, they didn't even scan our tickets. I'm like, well, okay, go scan your tickets and get 1045s, and then we'll talk about the 845s. So he was able to go get 1045 fast passes, handed me the 845s. And we were all able to see Phantasma, except, well, they you'll have to listen to the other episode about that. But So I was able to get the 845s. Uh, it says to return between 745 and 845 for your, for your, um, for you to get into that section. I got there maybe 815, maybe a little earlier than that. Um, it says, and I got the gold section. Um, now people are complaining that there's, there's a blue and a gold section and blue is better, but they hand out gold first. So that might be something they need to work out. But, uh, we, I had the gold section. I got there about 815 and they, you enter through Frontierland and basically we walked all the way down the water, the water level side, um, up almost two thirds of the way down and then made a left up the stairs and around and we were on the second level um basically behind where the center light light stand is okay oh is that sort of in front of cafe orleans yes that is my favorite place to watch it well except it was probably six or seven people deep oh see i get i would get there early enough to be right against the railing um and you know they they it was it was it was organized chaos and you're you're like okay where's the gold section where's the gold section well it's right here so you basically had to climb under the ropes to get into the gold mm-hmm. section instead of you know having an opening or something like that it was climb under That's the ropes and, and look for and look for a space and it was pretty much already packed as as far as uh, and at that point there was there wasn't much space to be had and then finally they opened up like the area behind which is another few steps above which might have been a better better spot but it was it was further back we ended up being able to scoot up a little further closer um closer to the center and were maybe for three or four people from the from the fence line, so it wasn't a bad view, but it wasn't the best view. Um, so that's that's the gold section. Mary Jo, tell us about your experience, and then we'll then we'll talk to then we'll share some experiences from some desserts. Okay. Uh, well, first I wanted to sit at the Blue Bayou because I wanted to get the little cushion that they give you, and they do give it to you, um, but because of the rain that we were having, I decided to go with, I decided to cancel and reschedule. And of course it wasn't available anymore. So I ended up with the Riverbell Terrace. And so I had the dining package there and the dining package at the Riverbell Terrace is about $41. It's a set price. You can't choose. um, Whereas at the Blue Bayou, you can order off the menu and it's still going to be sixty something dollars. At Riverbell Terrace, it was forty one ninety nine. Forty one ninety. I have it in front of me. Forty one ninety nine. Twenty one ninety nine for kids. Yeah, and the forty one ninety nine with my annual pass discount came out to thirty eight dollars. Okay. So, and I have to admit that the food that I ate was delicious. 
it was hot that you have a choice of salads or chowder. I had the corn chowder. And then your entree, you either get chicken breast, um, pasta, or um, steak and shrimp. And I ordered the steak wow. and so it was it's not the regular menu then. Oh no, it's it's good it's good dining. <laughs> you know, it's not the regular. Menu. I mean, the it's regular good stuff. Yeah, well, the regular menu would be sandwiches <laughs> and salads, etc. So for the price that you're paying, you're getting good food. So okay, cool. It was slow roasted New York strip, which only comes in medium because of the way they cook it. Um, delicious mashed potatoes, broccoli, and a little bit of um, corn cooked corn what time was your reservation my reservation i saw the ten forty five show and i initially okay so what happened let me just tell you my dining reservation was for seven fifty. so i had been in the parks i didn't want to wait that long well actually i ate at carthay circle for lunch i split a lunch with somebody <laughs> and we got world of color fast passes for eight forty five. so that switched up my whole evening and i wanted to do both so I was, oh, I, well, and I did, I, I did World of Color, the Fireworks, and Fantasmic in one night. Holy smokes. Yeah. Well, see, and that's, a, that's something some people try to do when they only have one day in the park. Right. So if they're going to try and maximize by using meals as ways to get in, makes sense. Yes, and this was nice because I didn't have to worry about where I was going to sit. So I went to Riverville Terrace. It was fully staffed. There, you cannot walk into the restaurant. You can be escorted across to the other side if, um, if you need to go to the other side, which is what happened. I was in Adventureland side. They escorted me to the, to the um, podium. So they have a podium sitting outside. I went up to them and I told them that I have a seven, had a seven fifty reservation, but I wanted to change it, and there was no problem. They were able to change nice. it. To um, first, I changed it to six thirty, and then I changed it again, and and had an earlier dinner. And they were going to give me the eight forty five, and I could have sat seen that one, but because I was going to go do <laughs> World of Color, I chose ten forty five. And if you notice, I said eight forty five. Yes, Fantasmic is no longer at nine p.m. It's yeah. now at eight forty five p.m. And instead of nine and ten thirty, it's eight forty five and ten forty five. Correct. So it gives you enough time to eat and watch the show. Uh, I kind of had the discussion with somebody that 10.45, it's not that much difference between 10.45 and 10.30, but it's just the idea at 10.45, it seems really, really late. It To me, it was a little bit late, but I think that it just gets all the people out of the area uh-huh. and lets yeah. them organize again for the next show. Yeah. So maybe they'll change it as time goes on. And I, I had a chat with a cast member over there. But he wouldn't let me take his name down, and I told him I, <laughs> I wouldn't. But um, so I, he was telling me the different areas that the dining is going to be seated at, and he said that it's still a work in progress. And it, of course, it was only the second night. So where I went, um, I was told to go to the as you're and the Pirates of the Caribbean. Facing the rivers, I was told to go to the left of that area. And by the time I got... And they said it could be there like 15 minutes before you the show. But you know as well as I do that 15 mm-hmm. minutes people are going to line up. Really means 30 or 45. Exactly. So I actually went at 10.15. They, they start seating you at 10.15. So a half hour before the show. So I got there and I had passed the area that I was supposed to go into. Which meant that I had to go back around the bridge and make a full circle around because it's one-way traffic. 
trying to keep things in order. And I noticed that when you go over there, they now have lit lit signs at Point Frontierland, New Orleans Square, to try to organize the the crowd and how they're going because some people are want to go one way or another. What they don't have are the signs that tell you what section you're going to. They do have um, the cast members had blue and yellow flashlights to try to distinguish between the blue the blue section and the gold section. Well, there's no color for dining. No. So I when I now some of the and you'll be reading some of the comments that they had on the boards, Tom. But when I was there, mm-hmm. I talked to a cast member up on the bridge, and she told me that was the gold section. And so I said, "Well, what do you what? How do you get to the gold section?" And she didn't know, so I didn't mm-hmm. want to waste her time. I figured we would find out on the boards <laughs> or further uh, experience. So down below, I saw that there was a blue section, there was a gold section, the Aladdin's takeout and the dessert are both over by the Haunted Mansion. That's my understanding. Okay. And the Blue Bayou and the Riverbell Terrace are both front and center. Both sections get to sit down. I sat down. When I when I got there, I kind of there was already a line of people to sit down. And w- as we filed in to the seating section, we showed them our fast passes, and they looked to see whether it was Blue Bayou or Riverbell Terrace. The Blue Bayou went to the left, which is closer to the center lights, the center light uh-huh. pole, they were in front of that. The Riverbell Terrace was right in front of Pirates of the Caribbean. Nice. And so they got a cushion. I saw the cushion, and I'll I'll um, put it in Dropbox so you can share a picture of it. But it's probably about a foot, 12 inches by 12 inches and an inch thick. So it's really not, all it does is, Get your butt off the off the cold ground, right. so it's not really padded seating, and they do get to keep it. it. Did say fantastic, and it was really cute, and people liked it. And when we they sat us down, it was pretty much you don't pick wherever you want to sit. They kind of lead you down, and they pack people in, not pack them wow. in. It's it's it was very organized where we sat down, and I had been told by the cast member that. In, in addition to the fast passes, that there was a standby, that the standby folks kind of hang out over by the Mark Twain, and that they would be seated or standing in the open spaces. We had a lot of open space, and there were people standing behind the roped-off area. They never did let them into our area. And in fact, somebody tried to slip in under the ropes, and the cast member nicely told them to get out. So she was nice about it, but she was very firm. And she said, this is this section is for Riverbelt, is for the dining only. And so you need to go back to the other side of the road. Yeah, see, back back in Nosebleed, there were, the cast members were basically non-existent. Once you got up there, you didn't really see them much. Oh, there were, there were a lot of cast members. And at least in the seated area, again, I saw the 1045 show. I don't know what it was like at the 845 show. Right. And you'll read some of those comments. But I thought it was, I thought it was, well, I had no problem once, and there, all the, there were a lot of cast members for me to ask directions. Because I would ask, is this the dining section? They say, right. no, you're going to go there. You know, they, they pointed me to the, to the right spot. But I think that they need to have signs up like they do at World of Color uh-huh. indicating. So I'm hoping that they do that. 
Okay. Let me read a couple of people who actually also experienced Blue Bayou. This one's from Gary. He had a 6 o'clock reservation at Blue Bayou, checked in and seated in just a few minutes. They had the special menus and the seat cushions waiting for them. Uh, let's see, Blue Menu, Blue Bayou is $61 for adults and $23 for kids. Uh, they would give they gave them the fast passes when they paid their bill. Uh, checking in for fast pass oh sorry, checking in for Phantasmic was a little unorganized. Most cast members did not know where to send us. Finally, a cast member told us to line up on the bridge over Pirates, and at 8.15, they would lead us to their spot. Uh, Most of the areas already looked full, but they kept telling us not to worry. At about 8.15, they ushered us down to the front and center spot along the water. They all sat on their cushions and enjoyed amazing show and view. Uh, Did rain slightly once the show had started, but the show went on. They enjoyed the fireworks also from that location, as well as the snow. So it was a great experience with his wife and his six-year-old daughter. Um, Kristen also saw the Fantasmic... um, I think this was the first day as well, and they did the Blue Bayou package. Oh, she she gave pros and cons. Awesome. Pros. Dinner was lovely. Uh, Reservation was at 5.30. They showed up at 5 and took them early. Uh, She was by herself. She had the gumbo, the surf and turf, and the creme brulee. Um, Fantasmic was amazing, even though Beast and Belle weren't there. Uh, the, then actually the, on the, I don't know, did you get the, the rain adjusted show, Mary Jo? No, we had a regular show? show. Okay. Um, a couple differences with the rain show, the, uh, Peter Pan and Captain Hook don't really fight much. They just yell at each other. <laughs> um, and, and, and Beauty and the Beast are missing on the, the, the princess section. Well, you know, a wet beast is yes, stinky. Yes, it just smells like dog. Yeah, but yet, yet they were on the they were on the the Mark Twain at the end, so you still got to see them. Um, other thoughts? I don't want to call them cons because obviously this was a learning experience for everyone. Uh, her waiter didn't tell her about the fast pass; just reminded her to take it when she paid the bill. Uh, the actual fast pass said to return to Frontierland between eight fifteen and eight forty five. She asked several cast members where exactly and got several different responses and finally got directed to the petrified tree, then in front of the Haunted Mansion, and finally just to hang around in front of the entrance to Pirates. Uh, There were no signs, she said there were no signs that said this was the spot to meet. She just happened to hear the cast members say Blue Bayou and have your fast pass ready. Um, even though she handed over her fast pass right at 8.30, there were still quite a few people sitting, and it looked like they had already had been there for a bit. Um, of course, and that's what we keep telling you, if, even if it says 8.15, show up at 8 o'clock. Uh, she was about, ended up being five people back from the railing, dead center of the stage, which was kind of good. She said the cushion was cute and a bit thin, and she was thankful for her poncho because it started to rain. Um, she's not old, and but she's had some recent health issues, so sitting down and then trying to get back up was an issue. Now, Mary Jo, it, do you know how many people were sitting, how many people were standing? Because I know in the back we had to stand. Sitting, uh, the area is quite wide, and I would say mm-hmm. that probably a th- How far back a was third. sitting? I was, okay. I was probably sixth row mm-hmm. back sitting, and... Um, I could see everything perfectly fine. Okay. And I and right. I, I would um, 
there were some people standing in front and the cast members asked them nicely to sit down, which I thought okay. was nice because sometimes right. there's clueless people or mean people. And so they made sure everybody sat down there so that the people behind us could see also. But there was a lot of empty space, too, and they were just not letting the people in. Mm-hmm. So... Let's see who else. And is I'm sorry. Yeah, and ahead. standing, there was quite a few people standing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It seemed like most everybody was standing rather than sitting, which was uh, what we're used to. Uh, here's uh, another person. Did the Blue Bayou Fast Pass package? Saw the second performance. They sat front and center, right on the uh, center line of the viewing area. Uh, they agree with previous posters that the biggest problem of the night was the lack of organization. Of course, we know that. Um, customers not knowing anything about beyond their one assignment and there was really no roped off areas or signage um, as for the package itself pros and cons the seating area is the best and they didn't feel overcrowded but the seat cushions are thin and small and the food portions were also a bit small see my food portions were I thought were very generous okay and um, uh, we, had, we had delicious dessert too the food was good where I ate Okay, now this is good. I had the filet mignon, which was properly sized, but the vegetables on the side were sparse. Here we go. One tiny cherry tomato, three tiny pearl onions, five tiny shoestring green beans, and the tiniest sliver of zucchini I've ever seen. <laughs> That's California oh cuisine. The potato portion was also small and had too much cayenne pepper. Uh, the, seat cushion, the seat cushion was cute, and the handle popped out and could use as a floating key ring. But the cushion was thin and can't imagine... Uh, let's see. Oh, I can't imagine that the thicker cushions would co cost much more than these. Um, Kardashian-sized booties will need two of the cushions. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, here's here's someone who who also enjoyed Riverbell Terrace. Well, let me I'm putting River enjoy in quotation marks. So we went last night, snagged a last minute 520 Riverbell Terrace reservation. Appetizer, uh, the chowder was and dinner was good, though simple. Dessert was awful and needs work. Do you agree with that? No, my dessert was good. I had the I think an apple cobbler. Okay. And it was said good. Even the kids did not eat their cupcakes. They were bad. I didn't eat the cup. I didn't order cupcakes. Okay. okay. That, that's, yeah, the kids. Uh, cast members told us where to light up, only to find out that no one was there to escort us to the section um, from another cast member who was yelling at people. Instead, the queue was a bit far before the far tower, so we were all wedged. Um, there's... No, but it was moot. No, there was, they were funding, funneling all fast passes through one entrance and then trying to direct people depending on what fast pass you had. In the hour leading up, they got three different answers from three different cast members. Queuing areas are not marked and seem subject to change. They ended up getting a decent seat about five rows back from the water edge, but not without being assertive. Um, so that, that I think that's kind of a key. You need to continually ask where where you where you need to be. Yeah, you have to keep and asking I, and, and make sure. Just because there's so many yeah. people there. Yeah, and we found that too. It's like, okay, where's the where's the gold section? Where's the gold section? Yeah. Um, that's where the signage would help. Yeah. the The show in this the show in this venue is truly not set up for a system such as this. They need to have a clear and marked queuing areas. 
uh, would be the first step in getting people in the right line. Personally, I think this is a disaster, and they should just go back to the old way, as it was never as crazy as what I experienced last night. Uh, my personal view is that if you want to sit River's Edge, you have to do have a dinner or dessert reservation. Um, did not see or hear anything about the free fast pass areas. No one was happy. No magic. Lots of people not moving or moving at literally a snail's pace. Everyone complaining at the horrible idea and even worse execution. Um, let me skip down. Um, this is a this is because it's yeah. new. This is really a case where people just have to, um, as Kathy pack says, patience. pack their patience <laughs> because. Yes. I, but the, you know, there's no excuse though for some of this. They knew this was coming. Yeah. Why don't they have, you know, colored lights on stanchions that can be moved as they rethink the sections? Um, why don't they have department meetings briefing all of the cast members as to how this works? I agree with bring you. Some, uh, bring some world you know, color folks over. To- the the, the, the exact yes, who have experience with a similar thing. I mean, this could have all been avoided with. A little pre-planning. Well, and and I would have thought that when they had the annual pass um, event a few weeks ago, and it they didn't go so well either. It, did it? it didn't. From what we hear, it didn't go well, and they they um, I I would think that the feedback that they got from that would have given them the heads up. Hey, we need to have better planning because they know just like we do how crowded it gets and crazy it gets over there. So, so they really do need that signage. They really do need, like Michael said, they need to have meetings and let everybody know what's going on. The lack of communication and, is not really excusable. And usually, phantasmic uh, crowd control is awesome, mm-hmm. um, especially getting people out of there. Usually, they they are they are the one of the best best cast members it, is is the phantasmic um, crowd control. So this really surprises me. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and some of that, I'm wondering if some of that isn't people saying things the right way. You mean rude? I mean, rude uh, guess? Or what? No, like in the cast members saying they don't know something, maybe cast members are getting training, but they're not understanding their training or they're using the wrong keywords to respond to the guest. And so their responses are coming off like, well, I don't know. And maybe it's just a lack of understanding on their mm-hmm. part, too. Well, then it shows the training yeah, is insufficient. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. So, I mean, there's there's different ways. I, the reason I picked up on that is because, you know, right now at the hospital, we're going through training issues on, on things and using keywords and answering questions correctly with the right phrases. And, you know, sometimes I wonder, too, if that isn't part of the training, but it's failing, like it does in corporate America. That's a good point. You know, like I said, they cut back on traditions. So, you know, by grace of God and the fact that we're at Disneyland where people want to work here as opposed to have to go to a big corporate hiring facility, you know, that kind of skims part of it. So let me let me read somebody else who had the the blue fast pass. 
Uh, this is Dina four 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 four. There's like six fours, seven fours. I don't know. Add a general uh, blue general fast pass for the ten forty five show. Watched the fireworks from the hub, and then headed straight to the Frontierland area and waited where they had corralled everybody by the Mark Twain dock. About nine forty, they started letting crowds through, as that's when the first show had finished clearing out. I went to the first cast member I could find and said. And they said that they we needed to come back at 9.45, which is, what, okay, to be led into the viewing area and that the entrance is near the petrified tree. I waited in the general area and 9.45 went back to the cast member just as they were opening up and was the first group of people that walked in to be seated and placed. Since I had a blue fast pass and was one of the first ones there, I had the option of sitting down, which I took. The blue general fast pass seated section is just to the right of the Tom Sawyer Island raft dock. I uh, believe it is the last seated section, and it's small. It's only one of uh, one of the traditional roped-off squares, so there's maybe seven to ten rows of people, about eight to ten people long. Um, and that seated that section filled up within a few minutes of the area opening. Overall, it was a bit chaotic, but I was happy with the view of the show. Um, I think as time goes on, the cast members know what they were will know what they're doing, and more signs will be put up, and it'll be an overall better experience. So that's that tells you where if you want to sit down, if you have blue, that's what you need to do. Yeah. Uh, let's see. This is Amber Star. After pulling pulling fast passes, we were told that the blue would be queuing up near the petrified tree. I went over there at 7.15 and was told no one could be in the area until 7.45. Uh, multiple cast members tried to boot me out, but I hung firm <laughs> that I would wait there and be one of the first people to line up at 7.45, and there were about five of them doing that. 7.45 came, and it was a madhouse. There was never a queue. Instead, people just pushing and storming the area. Wow. When myself and my family finally made it to the viewing area, we found a spot and called firm that we were not moving. People were being guided, in quotation marks, by cast members saying blue to the left, gold to the right. Another cast member saying gold to the left and blue to the right. It was a huge mess. Everyone except our group and an elderly couple who I started to claim as part of our group were forced to move as we were told we were in the reserved dining area. We were off-center from the center stage, but a bit, but by quite a bit. We went through numerous cast members, and I held firm that because of the chaos and the fact that the queues were never formed, my party would not be moving. Okay. Finally, they sent over a more fancy-dressed cast member who told me to get comfortable. Told me not to get comfortable, although previous <laughs> cast members had st- told had told them they could stay. Uh, this cast member, Jason. Oh, okay. This cast member who will shall remain nameless, uh, took some convincing, but finally said we could stay, and they drew the line immediately to our left as the reserved seating line. Gold was then filled in behind us. We were even told by several cast members we should move because our blue fast passes had better viewing. I was firm. I wanted front front so my kids could see. I was told by other cast members that... um, Anyway, uh, they never uh, they had never seen the show before, and it was the final night there, so they made it much more difficult for them. Uh, the entire process was less than magical. Um, after the gentleman told them that they could stay, he then allowed me to ask questions. My main question was, where's the queue? 
We were told we could queue at 7.45, but there was never a queue formed. He told me the entire show was supposed to be organically filled. What the heck does that mean? (laughs) I love that. Free free range. The guests are free range. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh so uh she did say she stopped by city hall okay not to complain but instead to leave a positive comment card for the groups of cast members who told us to stay put so um and there i'll put a link to the thread there are a lot of people leaving their their um comments on the on the boards both good experiences and bad experiences and as, I'm sure as the weeks go along, they they will fine tune things. Hopefully, mm-hmm. one of the things that I had, one of the the uh, comments that I made about the river, at the Riverbell Terrace was, mm-hmm. um, I ate outside and they okay. did have some heat. Um, what do you call those, those heaters? The, yeah, yeah. They needed. They probably needed a couple more, and okay. it was dark where I was, so I couldn't see. I had to turn on my iPhone flashlight to read the menu <laughs> and to see my food. That's ambiance, Mary Jo. <laughs> and it wasn't the blue by you. So <laughs> <laughs> same lighting. Yeah. Told me it'd be nice if I could see my food. So that was the only myth that I had. And I told him like three or four times. So, but um, other than that, my experience was pretty decent. But I also went with the expectations that there's they were going to be It was the kings. first night. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. were going to need to. Plus, Disneyland was really, really busy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it was the weekend. Holiday season, it had rained the day before. And you know what Disneyland's like when, after a rain. Right. Right. So it it was um, kind of crazy. All right. I have, I have the little form that was in the Times Guide. Um, we talked about Blue Bayou. That's sixty-one dollars for adults, twenty-three for kids. Riverbell Terrace, forty-one ninety-nine. They couldn't be consistent. Forty-one ninety-nine for yeah. adults, twenty-one ninety-nine for kids. Um, Fantasmic on the go. So this is at Aladdin's Oasis. This is meals it package to go. Nineteen ninety-nine for adults, thirteen ninety-nine for kids. Um, and of course, the dessert package at Hungry Bear Restaurant. Is twenty one ninety nine for everybody, um, and that's a dessert and a drink. So we'll have to check a couple of those out too before we get back from our vacation. I think so. Um, let's see. Fantastic fast pass tickets will be distributed until one hour prior to showtime while supplies last. Um, limited standby viewing is available along Rivers of America near Riverwell Terrace. And Harbor Galley uh, arrive at Frontier Landing, um, so Mark Twain, up to 60 minutes before showtime. So the, that's what that's the standby is going to be far left and far right. Um, yeah, so something needed was, to be it was done. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What's that? Something needed to be done with the uh, people, you know, people camping out hours before. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, hopefully, once they get the kinks ironed out, it'll be mm-hmm. a much better experience for everybody involved. And again, if well, you if you want to book those packages, seven one four seven eight one nine, our mm-hmm. favorite phone number. 
<laughs> it, well, Carol and I and our granddaughter are doing the, the Blue Bayou dining package right after New Year's. So the Disneyland executives who are listening to this mm-hmm. show, you've got until January 2nd <laughs> to get this straightened out. <laughs> nice. So maybe, uh, maybe I'm going to go d- maybe do the dessert package just to see how much different it is. From the other, from the cla- we'll call it the classic dessert package um, of, of yesteryear. I think there's a lot of people who want to know what that is because they've done the dessert package. So at, at twice the price, I think, right? Right. It was sixty dollars. Yeah. It was about. It was. It was the price of a. Yeah. It was like sixty dollars or so. Yeah. But you well, were, you sat down in a. No in more a, than a that. Yes. And I, you also got cheese and crackers and. It was yeah. You got more than what I think they're offering now. Okay, okay. But but nothing topped it when it was up in the the balcony mm-hmm. of the old Disney gallery. Oh, you're right. right. That was that was it was fantastic. Yes. All right, folks. Again, I will put a link in the show notes for um, all the fantastic information and the reviews that have been going up on the boards. Thank you, Mary Jo. Thank you, everyone else. That is going to do it for this segment of The Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we will be back with you again real soon. Until then, remember, Disney Island is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. <laughs>